Has anyone ever told you it's all in your mind? They may have meant that in a negative way, but it really is all in your mind. Pastor Greg Winchlag here today with you on Life 66, and I'm talking about the mind. Change your mind and you'll change your life. We're going to get into that great topic in just a minute. But first, uh, I want to let you know that um, you know that I pastor Abundant Life Assembly of God Church in Cupertino, California. And I'd like to invite you to join us uh, since we're sheltered in place. Every Sunday morning, uh, our services are live streamed, and so you can get full teaching and worship uh, with us at Abundant Life. Just tune in at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings for our live stream. Tune in at www.alagonline.com, www.alagonline.com. Uh, we're looking uh, at a series right now. We're in the fourth of five messages on Faith Works Transformation, how to transform our lives. And this Sunday, we'll be talking about transforming our time management. So join us. We'd love to have you. So let's get into this uh, today's topic. Would you like to change your life? Well, you can. If you want to change your life, the work starts in your mind. It's all in your mind. It really is. Change your mind. Change your thinking. You'll change your life. You can be double-minded or single-minded, narrow-minded or open-minded. Maybe you're closed-minded. You can be like-minded, of one mind, or out of your mind. You can have a mindset. You can be mindful. You can be sober-minded, or you can mind your own business. It's good to keep things in mind. It's okay to change your mind, but please make up your mind. It's all in the mind. Transformation starts with a change of your mind. Here's what the Bible says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. If you want to be transformed, if you want to really change, there's one way to do it, and that's to renew your mind. You're transformed by the renewing of your mind. Don't conform. There's a way to think that the world thinks you should think the way Hollywood wants you to think, the way the media wants you to think, the way politicians want you to think, or there's a way that God wants you to think. If you think the way He wants you to think, then you'll be transformed. So let's, let's look at a few things today. Number one, what we think, we become. What we think, we become. There is a battle for your mind. The thoughts you allow to win the battle will, will define you. Someone said there are two dogs fighting inside of you. The one that wins is the one you feed the most. Do we feed the pattern of this world thinking inside of us, or do we feed the renewing of the mind thinking? Psalm chapter 13, 2 says, How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and day after day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemy triumph over me? Romans seven twenty three says, But I see another law at work in me waging against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me. See, the struggle is real for all of us. It always has been and it always will be. Here's what I know. What you think you will become. Think becomes is. What you think becomes a reality. Your thoughts define your realities. You can't change your experience until you change your thoughts. If you can't change your ability to think, you can't change your experience. If you think negative thoughts, you'll be a negative person. If you think positive thoughts, you'll be a positive person. The way you think will define or determine your, out, your life outcomes. Changing your thinking truly does change your life. If you can't change the way you think about marriage, your marriage won't change. 
You'll continue to battle and be frustrated, and then you'll go into your fifth marriage with the same issues you had in the previous four because you're changing the person, but you're not changing the thoughts about marriage. You're changing the relationship, but you're going into the new relationship with your old mind so you don't get a new reality. It's not about finding and getting a better person to marry. It's about getting a different thought, a new thought about what marriage is supposed to be and how uh, God has defined the beauty of marriage. Maybe you don't like your job. You want another one. Well, it happens, but if you change your thinking about your job and why you are there, maybe your attitude would change about your job. Nothing changes because you're trying to change the thing without changing your mind. Your job doesn't change. Your marriage doesn't change. Your, um, you know, maybe your health regimens don't change because you haven't changed your mind about those things and about what you're going to do. So change your mind is the first crucial step. The new is never better because you go into the new thing with the old thoughts. You've got to go into each thing with the new thoughts and the right thoughts. In relationships, you make the current one pay for the last one. You carry the old negative thoughts from your last job into the new one. And then why you wonder the new one is not fulfilling or you bring your old negative thoughts from your past relationship into your new relationship and wonder why it's bad too, because you haven't changed your thoughts. You're just bringing the old ones into the new. You've carried over the bad thinking into the new relationship. Well, God really wants to heal your head and renew your mind. So you have to think about what you think about. Some don't think about what they think about, and then they're confused as to why they're confused. They can't understand why they are the way they are because they never have gone to the root cause, and that's the mind. Here's what Proverbs 14, 15 says. The simple believe anything, but the prudent give thought to their steps. Proverbs 21, 29 says, The wicked put up a bold front, but the upright give thought to their ways. How often have you really scrutinized what you think about? Have you asked, is this healthy thinking? Is this positive thinking? Or is this harmful thinking? Is this destructive thinking? Have you really asked yourself that and scrutinized what you think about? Because you have to think about what you think about. The first step in transforming your life is changing your mind. The first step in changing your mind is making the decision to think differently, thinking God thoughts, thinking true thoughts. So a transformation step that you can use on this first part is if I want to be transformed, I have to decide to think differently. What are some different thoughts that you can think about your habits? Different thoughts and how you spend your time. Different thoughts about how you relate to your children or relate to your spouse. Different thoughts on how you relate to your work. Any thoughts you have, if you want to change, it first starts in your mind. Number two, there's a wrong way and a right way to think. We read in Romans chapter 12, the world has a pattern of thinking, and it's not good. The way that the world wants you to think, the way Hollywood wants you to think, the way the media wants you to think, the way uh, politicians want you to think, the way culture wants you to think, it's not always good. Most of the time, it's actually very bad. It's devious and it's deadly because it's not God's way of thinking. Here's what Romans 5, 5 to 7 says. Those who live according to the flesh, and the flesh is worldly ideas and and so on. 
those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live according in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God and does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Isn't it great to know that the mind governed by the Spirit of God is life and peace? That's what I want. I want life. I want peace. Don't you? We all do. Well, there's a way to have life and peace, and that's to have your mind not conform to the pattern of the flesh or the world. That's deadly, but to have it renewed by the mind of Christ, have it renewed by the things of God. There is a right way, and the mindset on the things of God is the right way. There's a destructive way. The mindset on fleshly or earthly things, ungodly things, that is the destructive way. A lot of you think your life is stuck. It's going nowhere like you're running on the hamster wheel and you're just running as fast as you can. You're getting nowhere. You're just stuck. Well, your life is not stuck. Your mind is stuck. Because if you can change your mind, you change your life. Your thoughts turn to feelings, which turn into your reality. Some things can come and go and are easily forgotten. Other thoughts, we mull over them over and over and over again. We repeat them in our mind over and over until they get downloaded into a permanent file in our life and they make us stuck. Or on the flip side, if they're good thoughts, they set us free. So your life really isn't stuck today. It's your mind that's stuck. And so we have to get our minds unstuck and stop dwelling on those negative things. See, we we don't meditate a whole lot on the positive experiences of life. I mean, go ahead and think back right now. Uh, The thoughts that you really think about a lot or the, the things that tend to occupy your thinking, are they the good things in your past or are they the painful things in your past? It's usually the painful things that we think about over and over and over again. The hurt we experience, the anger, betrayal, disappointment, abuse, and trauma, the loss or injustice or unforgiveness, the hatred, the failure, We don't download those things over and over until we get stuck. And we can even become identified with failure or anger or trauma or loss. And you dwell on, this is what they should have done, but they didn't. This is what they, they should have said to me, but they didn't. They should have been there for me, but they weren't. I put my trust in them and they abused it. I, I was uh, honest with them and they were dishonest with me. Um, I was trying to be fair and they were unjust over and over all these hurts and, and disappointments in our life. And we dwell on them and they just take a hold of our mind and they create a negative reality in our life so that we feel like we're not valuable. We feel we're unloved. We feel we're not important. We feel we'll never measure up to anything. We feel we can't succeed. And it's all because of what we've been thinking about. And we've meditated on that until it's become part of who we are. That something could have happened when you were you know, 11 years old. Now you're 51 and, and you're stuck. You're a 51-year-old, 11-year-old abused kid. And you've never allowed the freedom to come, but you've always allowed the thoughts of what happened when you were younger to define you. You may be grayer and have a few more wrinkles now, but you're still that scared, hurt, betrayed, abused little kid. 
you've allowed that to define you. Our thoughts create our reality. But I've got good news. Jesus has transformed your nature, but you must transform your thinking. He's given us that responsibility, but he's transformed your nature, which will allow you to transform your thinking. Your mind is, is where, you're, where your mind is, your life will be. Now, Jesus can change your heart. If you've not yet submitted to Jesus today, that's all you got to do. It's very simple. Not easy, but it's simple. As you submit yourself to him, he will change your heart. But he's asked us to renew our minds. You could have the right heart today, but the wrong head. We have to manage our thought life. Your life will follow your mind. You can be stuck in one place and therefore your life is stagnant. stagnant. Or you can change your thinking and have a whole different uh, viewpoint and a whole different way that life will, will be laid out before you when you think differently about it. You have to think about what you think about and discern the truth about what you think. You have to fight the thoughts that you know are not true. What do you know is not true? If you don't know yourself, go to God's word. God's word is truth. If you want to know what's true about life, it's Life 66. That's the whole point of this podcast and this effort is to show you there is a good way, a right way, a true way to live our life. Does the way you think feel true or is it actually true? You see, there's a big difference between how you feel and what is actual. Am I worthy? Am I valuable? Am I loved? Well, God says you are. God says you are worthy of his love. He says you are valuable. He says you are precious in his sight. And that's true. But we don't always, don't always think about ourselves that way. See, we really can't change how we think about ourselves until we realize how God thinks about us. The important things to realize here is there is a battle going on for your mind, but you can choose to think the right way not the wrong way. Here's a transformation step for you that you'll take. I will take an inventory of what I think about. Are my thoughts conforming thoughts or are they transforming thoughts? Am I conforming to the worldly way of, of life, the fleshly way, or am I being transformed by the godly way of thinking? Last one thing I want to tell you here is that when you renew your mind, you will renew your life. You'll be transformed. It will be new. It will be different. It will be better when you renew your life. Your thought processes actually wear grooves in your brain as you think regularly on the same thing. Scientists will tell us this. Surgeons will tell us this, that the things you think about over and over and over again, and sometimes people have thought the same thoughts, like maybe an, uh, an addict to pornography or something like that, that it actually wears grooves in your brain. But as you transform your thinking and think different thoughts, your brain can actually heal. And, and those grooves can heal and different uh, good repetitive grooves can sink in. Grooves that are positive and uplifting and, and pure and right and transforming. Fill your mind with the good things is what heals your brain. Directing your thinking away from the negative things. Is, is powerful and transformative. If the Holy Spirit is inside of you, you have the mind of Christ. And I'm speaking to those who follow Jesus right now. Now, I don't know if all of you uh, are following Jesus, but if you do, you have the mind of Christ. If you don't, you can. Simply by submitting yourself to, to Jesus' Lordship, by accepting Him as your Savior, 
you can then have his mind. Here's what Isaiah 55 says. For my thoughts, God is speaking, my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. But look what 2 Corinthians 2.16 says. We have the mind of Christ. So God's higher thoughts and his higher ways aren't elusive. They're not somehow unattainable. That's, that's Old Testament, and it's true for then. But now that we can have Jesus in our life, we can have his mind. We can think like Jesus thinks. We can be aware of what he wants. That's why Romans 2 or 12 says, when our mind is transformed, we can then know and discern and test what his will is. We have his mind. We have the higher thoughts of God. And the mind of Christ is this, love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, faith, patience, self-control, all the fruits of the Spirit. That's the mind of Christ. That it's possible to live the abundant life, to live anxiety-free, bitterness-free, anger-free, um, uh, free of rejection, free of feeling you're unvaluable, free of feeling you're unloved. You can live a life that's free of those things because you can truly have the mind of Christ. You can have his higher ways in your thinking. We're wrapping up. Let me just give you a couple last thoughts on how to transform your thinking. Number one, take every thought captive. That's 2 Corinthians 10, 10 5. Some thoughts, you have to catch them, capture them, and get them out of your mind. Those thoughts that, that are negative, those thoughts that are ungodly, those thoughts that are lies, you have to take those things and you have to say, nope, I'm not going to think about that. Nope, I'm not going to think that way. That's wrong. That's a lie. It's, it's counterfeit. I'm not going to think that way. Instead, I'm going to think about godly things. I'm going to think about what is true. Who are you going to trust? God or society? Who are you going to trust? God or Hollywood? God or the politicians? I'm thinking, trust God. When you trust his way of thinking, then you can start to transform your mind. So take every thought captive. Don't let your mind dwell on the things that aren't true and aren't godly. Do dwell on the things that are right and godly. Number two, I will determine what I will or will not allow my mind to dwell on. We've already kind of started to touch on that, but let me take it further. Colossians 3 verse 1 says this, Since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. There it is again. We've heard that already today. Set your mind, set your mind, set your mind. It's like an anchor. You're going to anchor your mind so it's immovable. You're going to bolt your mind down on the things that are good and right and not let it be wishy-washy, swinging over here to the right with, with bad things, or swinging over here to the left with other things. No, root it. Set it. Nail it down. You're going to think about godly things. Now, sometimes you think, you know, I'm trying, I'm doing my best, I'm having a hard time, you know, I've had all these habits of thinking, and uh, I want to think the right things, but I don't feel it. I, 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 you know, what do I do if I just, I'm not feeling it? Well, listen, you, it, you've heard the phrase, maybe fake it until you make it. And it's really okay. You're not going to feel all the time that you want to take every thought captive and that you want to dwell on the mind of, of Christ 
because there's a battle for your mind. But let me just encourage you. You're not a hypocrite. If you pretend to be something you're not, then you're a hypocrite. But if you are trying to be something you're not, that's growth. None of us are uh, you know, everything we want to be, but we're trying. That's not hypocritical. That's an effort to grow. So number one, take every thought captive. Number two, determine what you will or will not let your mind to dwell on. And then number three, decide, I will only dwell on what is good. Philippians 4, 8 and 9 says this, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. Here's what to think about, and here's what not to think about. What to think about? The things that are right and true and noble and excellent and pure and lovely. Think on those things. Let your mind dwell on those. Download those things. Download the right attitude uh, about yourself, the attitude that God has for you. God loves you. God, he thinks you're awesome. He made you and he made you just the way he wanted you to be. Download the right attitudes toward people. Let God have control of your mind and learn where to put your mind according to his word. Learn to repeat those good things. Live in the warm and good and pleasant thoughts. What you allow your mind to meditate on will change your life because we are what we think about. When grief begins, I switch my mind to a different download. Think about the good, the lovely, the positive. That doesn't mean you're blind to griefs or or hard things. I mean, we got to deal with those things. But what will I allow my mind to dwell on? Where will I allow my mind to live? That's important. Then you'll be able to test and approve God's good and perfect will. Listen, it all starts in the mind. What will you decide today? What change will you make in your thinking today? Will you start to think about what you think about? Will you think about what you've downloaded over and over and over in your, in your mind and in your heart? And so that's what you've become? Or will you begin to change your thinking about what is true about you? Maybe you're going into a new situation. Are you bringing in the old thoughts into the new situation, therefore, you know, sabotaging it before you're even there? Why not bring in new thoughts, the new good thoughts, the new right thoughts, the new godly thoughts, what you think you'll become? And if you change your life, or rather, if you change your mind, you'll change your life. God has made you a new creation in Christ. The old is gone. The new has come. And that means your thoughts. Let's do some memory work, all right? Let's, re- let's memorize Romans 12, 2 together. Uh, actually, just the first part of Romans 12, 2. Okay, I'm going to repeat the sections, and if, and if you repeat these with me, you'll find yourself being able to use this verse to transform your thinking. So let's start. The first part of this verse. Say it with me. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. 
That's a lesson for us, right? That's your decision today to identify what the pattern of this world is in your thinking and tell it, I'm not going to think that way. Second part of the verse, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You want to change? You want to be different? You want life to be different? It all starts in the mind. Change your mind, change your life. All right, whole verse. Let's say the whole part together, Romans 12 to the first part of that verse, or the first section. Let's say it together. Do not, be, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's a powerful verse, and that's a verse we need to live on and just have it rooted inside of us. Do the work. Remember this verse. Put it away in your mind. Put it away in your heart. Memorize it. Say it a lot. Write it on a sticky note. Put it on your rearview mirror. Put it on your fridge. Put it on your bathroom mirror. Put it everywhere to remind yourself, if I change the way I think, I can change my life. If I do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, I can be transformed by the renewing of my mind. I look forward to to seeing your life transformed. And it will as you change and transform your thinking. I hope this has helped you today. I know it's helped me. I, th- I think about this stuff all the time. And I'm thanking God that my life, little by little, every day, little by little, I'm being transformed. I know you will be too. Good to spend time with you. This is Pastor Greg. This is Life 66. Don't forget to come see us on Sunday morning at our live stream. Uh, at alagonline.com and this Sunday we'll be talking about transforming our time management we'll talk to you soon God bless